Changing minds one thought at a time. Good evening, everyone. How are you doing today, Jessica? I am doing awesome, Akina. How about you? I am doing great. I am super excited about the topic that we're talking about today, creating your destiny. You know, yes. I shared in the yes. I mean, I know that I've shared in a couple of shows before about how I am currently changing my situation and changing my destiny in the positive direction. You know, sometimes you just need a reinvention. You know, you don't want to get stagnant all the time. You don't want to get comfortable in your situation because your greater is always there and it's always coming, and you have to go towards it. You know, you can't just sit there and deny what you're really supposed to be. You can't deny your purpose. And so... When you feel that tug from the purpose, you gotta move towards it. You gotta you gotta seize it. You gotta take the moment in your own hands and know that right now is your time. And that's what I'm going through right now. I'm ready to create my destiny. I'm ready to be the person that I'm supposed to be. I'm ready to be the Akina that is supposed to be in the universe. You understand that, Jessica? Yeah, absolutely, and I think that, you know, that's definitely the journey I'm on, and that's why we are, you know, doing this blog series and this podcast series is we are trying to help everyone understand the fact that we are powerful creators. And, you know, I'm not sure how many of us, um, how many people who are listening on this call um, took the time to look at our webpage, but, you know, we do have a mission, and the mission of Changing Minds Online is to inspire and empower others to create the life of their dreams. And that's really the decision that Keenan and I took, and that's really what we're doing. And that's what this call is all about, and this, that's what really our life should be about, is creating who we are. So, you know, last week we talked a little bit about, you know, just the idea of being creators and the idea that we can create what we want in our lives. And, you know, what I really would love to focus on tonight, and this is kind of what we promised you guys, is talking about us creating us, us creating who we are. So, you know, many people think that they're a collection of their experiences or they're a collection of their knowledge, and they define themselves by what they know or what they're able to do. But the truth is that we can create exactly who we are at any given moment. And, you know, whoever it is that we want to be, we can create that into existence by thinking of ourselves that way. And when we decide that we're going to be a certain way, that's the way that we are. So, you know, previously, and um, Akina and then, you know, we are always very open, Akina are open, and we talk about, you know, real time, like what are we doing and what are we going through? And I was um, previously, I used to walk around saying all the time that I was bad at managing money and I was bad with numbers. And my, you know, my kind of, I guess, life reflected that. Uh, You know, I always was cash negative and I, you know, had more liabilities than I did assets. And, you know, it reflected my lifestyle, my bank account, reflected my mindset that, I am bad with numbers, I'm bad with money. And when I decided to change that, you know, now I'm in a situation where I'm cash positive. And I didn't necessarily really change my habits, I just changed my mindset. And of course there are things that I did. Um, There's certain, obviously, habits I I did get rid of. So in a way I did change my habits, but really the first and most important step 
was changing the way that I thought about myself, and that really went a long way. Akina, I mean, I know you've shared similar stories with me, and how is that in your life playing out right now? How, you know, I know right now you're on a journey, and you know, maybe you can share with our um, listeners about getting healthy, because I know that's the journey that you were on, and now you, you're viewing yourself as a more healthy person, right? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I I decided in January that I needed a change. I am hypoglycemic, and I was really, which is the reverse of diabetic, I have too much insulin. And so I constantly get sick because I react to food. I have the reactive hypoglycemia. And I needed to know what foods I need to put into my body. Unfortunately, like unlike diabetes, where they have all kinds of medications, hypoglycemic is more on the newer side, so they don't have as many pills and, and treatments. You just kind of have to go through. <laughs> and so keeping myself healthy is the best regimen for me, exercising, clean, healthy diet, things of that nature. And as I was going through this process of starting with exercising and then uh, recently uh, changing my uh, nutrition, I realized that I am more productive, my mind is clearer, I have more energy, I am more social now. You know, I am an introvert, but I am actually craving to be social and to network and to be around others. And that is an incredible feeling. I just feel on cloud nine now because I know that I was going in a downward spiral of my health because eventually if I would have been doing what I kept doing, I would have been a type 2 diabetic. My pancreas would have just quit altogether. And that is something I definitely do not want to happen. So I had to decide that, yes, this is what I want to do. I want to live as long as I possibly can. I want to be as healthy as I possibly can. And I want to take the steps to make that happen. Is it easy? No. Does my body still crave? Yes. But in the long run, I will be better for it. And that's what keeps me motivated. What do you think about that, Jess? Yeah, that makes a lot of sense to me. And I think what you're really, you know, adding to what I was saying was that, you know, you make a, you decide to make a choice. And the first step is just thinking about yourself in a different way. So, you know, like I, I said previously, I thought of myself as being bad at managing money and bad with numbers. And then, you know, I had a different mindset. I said, no, I am someone who is successful with finances and I'm successful with numbers. And I started to be successful with it. For you, you know, previously... I know you shared in the last call that you were previously a person who considered yourself unhealthy, and as a result, your lifestyle reflected unhealthy choices, and now you say, I am healthy, and you're, you're making more healthy, health-minded decisions. And I think that makes a lot of sense, and we can see it in our everyday aspects of our life. And we've said this before in one of our previous shows, you know, you are what you think. If you want to know really what you're creating, just look at what your life is. And just realize that our life is really a reflection of our thoughts. Our innermost thoughts are what we're attracting into our lives. 
And, you know, it can be something very tangible. And I'll share a story of, you know, how I wound up uh, attracting a bike, which is sitting in my apartment and ready to go on vacation with me tomorrow. Um, and I am, you know, and doing that and to really just attracting a different type of lifestyle and a different mentality altogether to attracting people and circumstances. So I'm planning to share this story with a bike. And, you know, I, I've been really studying a lot about intentions and really, you know, one of the things for myself is I've always set a lot of intentions. When I was younger, I got my first job when I was 12, and it was illegal for me to be working at 12. And I used to work at a um, pizza restaurant, and uh, I used to answer phones. And I worked for four hours a day, four hours a week for $4 an hour. And I actually would put all that money away and put all that money aside. And I was I couldn't be any more excited when I got working papers at, you know, I think it was 13, because then I was allowed to actually work for minimum wage, which to me was a fortune. And, you know, when I was 15 and I got another job and, you know, I wound up working for, I think it was maybe 25 cents a raise. I mean, I thought I had won the lottery. And I did. I didn't even realize it until many years later. I guess I did realize it, but you know, what I was really creating was I was setting these intentions. And everyone always used to say to me, you know, when I was a kid, well, why are you working? Like, you're a teenager, you're young. You know, obviously I had no really financial responsibilities. And I told everyone at the age of 12 I was working because when I was 18, I was going to move to New York City. Now, for some of you may know my past and some of you may not, but I grew up in New Jersey in a more rural area. You know, my parents love nature, and they loved being away from people in wilderness, and they liked to be able to walk out of the backyard and see deer and all sorts of animals. There's bear and coyote and all these kind of um, creatures in our backyard all the time. And I really was never really um, for that lifestyle, even as a kid. I, I do appreciate nature, and, you know, I, I love... Um, I love God. I love everything he created. But I like to appreciate it on the weekends and, you know, in pictures and movies sometimes. So I was more of a city girl. And my intention was I was going to move to New York. And I said that at a very young age. And by the time I was 18, I moved to New York. And, you know, I'm 28 now. And I've been here for 10 years. And it all started off with an intention when I was 12. So that's really the power of creating intentions, and that's really the power of making a change and just deciding you get to decide who you are. You get to decide what you're going to do. So, you know, that was obviously a huge intention, and that was a really kind of big story. But in very practical and simple terms, you know, we can, anything we think about, we can actually make that happen or occur or appear in our lives. And, you know, when I was first kind of introduced to setting intentions to acquire things, I was very off-put by the idea. You know, to me, um, I'm a Christian. I believe in, you know, sharing the idea of that God is love, and I believe in praying, and I believe in asking for healing and praying for others and success. But I never really kind of got into just, okay, I'm going to attract some object I want into my life. But I have been reading a lot about the idea of acquiring things, and I kind of decided, you know what, there's really nothing wrong with asking God for something as long as the intentions are good, you know, your intentions for using it are just. So many of you may know 
because um, I've talked about it before or if you've spoken to me personally or been following me on Facebook, I am currently training for the Ironman. And the way that that came about was that, you know, I started running in January and I'm a very um, all-or-nothing person, so I dove right into it and I ran too much too soon and I wound up with a stress fracture in my leg. So, you know, there I had the choice to say, okay, forget this. You know, I only started running four months ago and now I'm injured and it could have been the end of my athletic career. But instead I said, you know what, I need to, I'm going to run the marathon this fall, so I better start training a different way. And I started biking and swimming and Swimming is something I never really knew how to do. I grew up on the beach uh, all the time in the lake by my house, New Jersey, and the beach house I'm going to be going to tomorrow, so I always was in the ocean. But I was always doing the doggy paddle. And I think I learned to swim from watching my dog swim. So I swam very much like he did, and I didn't know how to do a stroke. And I had to learn how to do that. So one of the things that I really, you know, realized is if I'm going to really train on a bike, I'm going to need another bike. So I recently, you know, I have a convertible, and it's not very practical for moving things around. So I go to New Jersey on the weekends, and that's where I spend a lot of my time. And I realized if I'm going to train when I'm down there, and I'll be there for all of next week, I can't sit out and I can't run, I'm going to need another bike. So that was kind of the first time I said, you know what, I'm going to set an intention, and I'm going to try to manifest or I'm trying to kind of create a bike into my life. So I'm looking at it, so it worked. But um, so what I did was I went on my computer and I actually sat down in my chair, I opened up Craigslist, I pulled some money out of my back pocket and it happened to be $43. So I said, okay, I have $43 and I searched in Craigslist, zero to 43 I was looking through these different ads for a bike, and I'm looking through the ads and looking through the ads, and I set the intention. I said, God, I have $43. Please give me a bike for $43 so I could take it with me you know, to my beach house. I won't have to worry about it getting messed up. This is all my budget is for this. You know, Please let me have a bike so I can train. And I felt good about it because I felt like it was something positive. It was something that you know, I, I needed. So I didn't feel bad asking for it. So I'm looking on Craigslist, and about five minutes later, I get a phone call, and it's a friend of mine, and she said, hey, Jess, you know, I know you are looking for a bike, and I got the bike for you. And she said, I paid $45 for it. She's like, but you owe me, I, I owe you two bucks for ice cream, so give me 43 next time I see you, and I'll give you the bike. I'm like, oh, my goodness, wow, like, it worked. And I, like, text all my friends, and I'm like, I think, Akina, I texted you that day, right? Yes, you did. And I was like, I got my bike. I'm like, this this whole law of attraction stuff really works. I was like, I manifested a bike. And then um, I actually, that bike wound up coming to me yesterday, and I learned a very, very valuable lesson. You need to be very specific when you're setting intentions. Because I got my bike for $43, and I was so excited. And what showed up was a children's bike. <laughs> It was a bike for boys, and it had 20-inch wheels, and I'm a normal-sized adult woman. So 
there was no way I was going to be able to ride the bike. And I was crushed, and I was like, oh, my goodness, I set this intention for the bike. How did I wind up with this bike? And then I thought about it. I said, well, what did I ask for? I asked for a bike for $43. And it kind of was, I think, a God's sense of humor, but God teaching me, you know what, you need to be specific in what you're asking for. And when you are setting goals, when you are creating your destiny, you need to be very specific about what it is that you're trying to create. So I decided it was okay. My hopes and dreams were not going to be crushed, and I was able to, um, my friend actually said she could use the bike, so she, you know, told me not to worry about it, and I said, okay, well, now I have, and I said this time I was going to set my budget for for $45, and I said, you know, I'm going to use that money, and I'm going to go get a bike. So I went on to Craigslist again, and I found a bike, and it was in Staten Island, so I'm located in the Bronx, and there's some train construction this weekend. So it was going to be a really long ride. It should have been about two and a half hours to get the bike, but I was motivated. So I woke up really early this morning, and I took the bus and the train, and I walked and the ferry, and I actually met an old friend on the ferry, which was awesome. I got to see them, and I haven't seen them in years. We had lost contact. Um, I had, you know, got now I'll keep in touch with them. So this day seemed to be going great. Everything seemed to be working out. I got to this person's house, and the bike was not in very good shape. The bike needed to be repaired. So I went to the, you know, repair shop with the person and asked them, you know, can this bike be repaired? All in all, we decided that the bike was going to cost about $65, you know, to, to, for $45 to repair. The woman said to me she'll discount the bike to 20 to me, the bike wasn't worth 65 So I said, you know what, forget it. I went home, and I said, I need a bike. And now my budget, in my mind, was 65 So I kept increasing my, my budget. I went on to, um, you know, I said, Craigslist again. I couldn't find it. And it kind of never dawned upon me to just check stores for an actual new bike. But I decided, okay, I'm going to look up Walmart, I'm going to look up Kmart, I'm going to look up Target, and just try and get a cheap bike. And lo and behold... For 4th of July, there was a bike on sale at Kmart for $65. So now I'm jumping for joy. My intentions are working again. I go to the store, and there was another little minor issue. The sale happened to be online, which I didn't see because I was so excited about the bike, but the manager was nice enough. Um, You saw I I, I pulled my hole. I have a stress fracture, and I'm a runner, and I need a bike for this week. Please discount it for me. And he did, which was very nice of him. So thank you to everyone in uh, Kmart in the Bronx who helped me out get my bike. And I have my bike sitting in front of me, and I am excited to take it with me tomorrow on my trip. Um, Turns out my guinea pigs are actually going to be going for a ride in the convertible because it doesn't close with the bike in it. So I'll let everyone know how that works out and how much they enjoyed their ride. But um, that's the story of how I got my bike. And the reason why I kind of tried, decided to share this story, and it may seem like this long, silly story about how I got a bike, what, there's a lot to learn from this story. You know, number one, we need to set intentions. We need to be clear about what it is we want. That means that we need to know what it is we want then we need to define it. We need to define it clearly. We need to say exactly what it is. I want to, you know, make an increase of $11,000 in my home, you know, network marketing business by July 1st, 2014. You know, we need specific goals. 
And the reason being, and I'm not um, very familiar with neuroscience or with neurology, but I've heard this um, John Asaraf speak a couple times, and he mentioned this, and I've read it before, is that when we actually have a physical deadline and a tangible you know, goal in mind, when we actually have numbers and a time period, it activates a different part of our brain where it stops becoming imagination and actually our brain is more likely to make it happen. So we do need to really set very clear intentions. And, you know, if anyone's interested in more information about that, we can look it up and we can put it on the website for you because I'm not too clear on the science behind that. But, um, you know, the other thing we need to learn about is persistence. You know, at any point in my journey, I could have just given up. I mean, I had right, a ton of setbacks. I wound up with a children's bike. I went all the way to Staten Island. It was a, it turned out to be a six-hour commute, and I didn't get a bike. But I looked on the positive side, and another cool thing is the result of that trip is we have a, met a new person that's going to be featured on our Empowering Women series and you know, later in the year who's an awesome person. I can't wait to have her meet everyone. So, you know, there, you know, there's so many lessons we can learn from something as simple as, you know, I wanted a bike and now I have it. And if I could do that with a bike, you know, if I can set a goal, I can clearly define it, I can be persistent, and I can eventually wind up having it, I can do that with anything else. Because it's no, you know, God is very powerful. And his ability to give us things is infinite. And for God, it is no easier or harder to give us a million dollars than it would be to give us a bike. It's all the same. So whatever it is that we actually want to do, we can create it and make it happen. So, Akina, um, what did you think about my story with the bike? Oh, very interesting. I mean... You know, sometimes you have to look for the lessons inside all of the things that happen to you. There's a reason why everything happens to you. It's not just to frustrate you and make your day bad, but it's to make you stronger. It's to make you think more strategically. It's to make you get closer to the end result. And that's what happened to you today. I'm sure you were frustrated during that process. I'm sure you were frustrated when you saw a child's bike. I'm sure you were frustrated when you saw a broken bike. I'm sure that you were frustrated when they told you that, you know, this sale was just for online and you sat it in the store. You know, but all of those things happen for a reason. It happened to, you know, strengthen you, to make you more aware of what's out there for you, you know. It may not come easy, but you appreciate it more because of the work you put in it to it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And you know the other kind of funny kind of joke to this story, right? And and I actually, before I set this intention for the bike for $43 onto my computer, I had been actively looking for a bike. And I had actually gone the week before to probably about 20 or 30 different garage sales looking for a bike. And, you know, um, the $43 was actually the change that I had left in my pocket from my garage sale trips. I had acquired a few more things that are probably going to hopefully wind up in the Salvation Army then that I'll wind up getting rid of. Um, I'm a kind of a garage sale junkie, but I usually wind up taking it home and realizing I didn't need it. And then I wind up donating things from garage sales to the Salvation Army or Goodwill. But um, besides that, you know, they say, you know, when you hear hoofbeats, think horse, not zebra. 
And, you know, a lot of times we want to really beat around the bush. We want to make things a lot more complicated than they actually are. And I certainly did that with this bike. And I definitely learned my lesson. So, you know, I went to garage sales and I put things on Facebook. I need a bike. And I went on to Craigslist and I made effort to look at lots of bikes. And um, the truth is that less than a maybe two miles from my house, I could have got a bike that worked for what I needed in my budget. So, you know, look at the easy solution first. Don't do what I did and take a six-hour ride to Staten Island. It was a beautiful day. The ferry was wonderful. Um, met a lot of cool people. Had a great experience. I listened to um, an amazing book, which we're hopefully going to, on the whole way, I listened to almost the whole book, which we'll talk about later. And I learned things to share with you guys. But truthfully, you know, I could have had my bike a lot more easily. So that would be kind of another suggestion I would make for you is when you are creating things in your life, you know, don't make it complicated. Realize that it's really very simple and that everything you need you already have. And a lot of people kind of say, okay, well, when I get this, when I achieve this degree, when I make this amount of money, when I lose this amount of weight, you know, you already have everything you need to become who you want to be. So don't wait. You know, don't decide, okay, I'm going to, you know, try to, you know, accomplish X, Y, and Z, and then I'm going to meet my goals, then I'm going to start creating my life. No, start creating it now, and those goals are just going to come automatically. That's a good thought, Jessica. You know, I was thinking about that the other day. You know, when I think about steps for creating destiny, you know, you have to have a clear picture, like you said. And then, of course, make a list of all the things that you want to accomplish in that big picture. That way you, it's easier for you to break them down. And then, of course, once you realize that you have them all broken down, see the things that may not be there. So maybe you need a degree. Okay. But like you said, you already have everything you need. You have the smarts to go out and do the research to find the right school to do the work to get the degree. So you have what you need. You just need to go to the place to go get it, you know. And then let's say you wanted to change your career, you know. That's where your networking is. You use your smarts and your networking skills to get on Facebook to go to these networking meetings to meet the people that you need to meet so that you can be where you want to be. Still using everything that you already have right now. Right, Jessica? Absolutely. And, you know, just to kind of like going back to the story I shared today, a very tangible um, kind of proof of that is, you know, I actually had more liquid money at the age of 14 when I was not really working legally or I was working minimum wage liquid than I did when I was 24. And, you know, um, when I was 24, I was working at a, you know, pretty, I had a good job. I had, I still have a job. So I'm very blessed and fortunate to have multiple degrees and I'm in a situation where I do have a nice salary and um, I'm very proud of the company I'm with and, and what I do and the work I do. But, you know, and for me to have X amount of money and savings now wouldn't actually be very challenging, but it was challenging at 14, and I actually had more than um, I actually still had more than, than, than I even do now because as I shared with you guys, I am working on my um, changing my finances. I am actively becoming the person or I actively am. I'm actually acquiring 
now a better financial position, and it's very important that you look at yourself and always as being actively in the position you want to be. That's why I was very careful about saying and defining, you know, what my state is right now. Because if you say, okay, you know, oh, I'm learning to become, you know, financially literate, well, then you're still not financially literate. But if I say, you know, I am financially literate and every day I'm becoming more so, it's a different situation. So, you know, it doesn't matter what we have. It really just matters what we want and whether or not we really think we can create it. And as Henry Ford says, you know, whether you think you can or you think you can't, either way, you're right. Exactly, Jessica. Exactly. You know, you know, we we on this call, we really share from the heart. All these things that we're sharing with you have happened to us. And, you know, we believe in working smarter, not harder. Why should we not share with you things that, we went through so that you don't have to go through them. You know, I think that that is the basis of helping people. You know, I don't ever want anybody to suffer, and that's why we share with you today. So if you would like to know about more things that we're sharing on the Empowering Women series and on our Sunday night calls, you can go to changingmindsonline.com and look at our archive section and check out any of our shows. You can also find us on iTunes, Podomatic, and Blog Talk Radio. Yeah, absolutely. Then please check it out and send us some feedback. We'd love your comments. Um, We'd love to get emails and just hear what you guys thought about the show. Um, I promise I will post a picture of my book, um, I see my bike, on Facebook, you guys can check out the bike I uh, was able to create and manifest into my life. And, you know, we look forward to hearing you guys. But, on you know, on that note, it is 9.30, so we're going to end the call tonight. Thank you so much for listening in. You know, and I guess it's the last thing we want to say is that, you know, as Akina pointed out, we are speaking to you from the heart, and we're putting ourselves in a place where we want to be vulnerable because we want to be open and honest with everyone, and we want to grow with you, we want you to grow with us. You know, Akina are both academics, and we could sit, you know, every Sunday night and use this as a platform to kind of lecture and intellectually on these topics. We know that that's not what our listeners want. So this is a very real version of, you know, us changing our lives, changing our minds, and changing our mindsets so you guys can do it with us too, and you can benefit from our experience. So thank you so much. We love you. God bless. Have a great night, and we'll see you guys back on our call this Thursday. All right, take care. Good night, night, Akina. Good night, Jessica. Good night, everyone.